everyone, episode four, Oversteer Podcast. Let's get right into it. We're going to start off with some car news. It's been a busy week, so uh, let's just start off with the McLaren 570S successor was actually hiding in plain sight. So we've had the 570S now for how many years? It came out in 2015? Uh, 2015, yeah, almost five, five years. years. Wow, oh and it's God. still an amazing car, but new spy, photos, yeah, new spy photos are showing what looks to be like a hybrid powertrain setup. Um, and they also have like an interior shot. And it shows like a new front for it, so I think it's going to model more like 720S. It does look like they're using graphics. What we're referring to for those listening is uh, the gauge cluster for this 570S has what appears to be a 720S graphic. And it has some sort of weird kind of battery looking uh, graphics as well. It's like what the P1 had, right? Yeah, similar to what the P1 had. And the P1 had an electric drivetrain as well. So what some people are saying is uh, this is going to have a V6 V6 with a hybrid power, with an electric motor. I think it's going to perform great, but uh, uh, people, someone in the comments said this is going to be a P16 platform. You know how they use the... All right, the smaller platform? Or no, this is like the code name. Like oh, right, P16. right, right. Like, do you know how the speed tail was the B23, yeah. I think? And so this is going to be the P16. People are saying that it's going to be derived from a twin-turbo V6 hybrid, and this... You know how the McLaren GT recently yeah. came out? So the McLaren GT is going to replace the 570. Really? The 570 GT. Oh, right, And then yeah, yeah. for the more sporty one, they'll have the P16, right. which is what this hybrid thing is. Um, right, so what they have is they have like their Super Series, which is like the limited cars. They got the 720S. That's the, I think that's the Ultimate Series. Oh, uh, Ultimate Series, yeah. yeah. So that's uh, Senna, P1. The Speedtail, F1. Speedtail. Speed is Speedtail in there? I think Speedtail. Yeah, and then that new uh, car they came out to compete with the uh elva mclaren elva yeah the elva. yeah that's the ultimate series and for, then, for those that don't know what the mclaren elva is it's a what are you it's not even a roadster it's a car with no it's like windshield competitor with the ferrari um ferrari monza. monza and for people that don't know what the ferrari monza sp1 or sp2 is is like a kind of like a 1960s racing car it has yeah. no front windshield just one seat for the monza sp1 v12 i hear they drive like crap because yeah. there's just too much wind. Like they said, like you can't even hear the sound. Yeah, but McLaren says that they have a really interesting front design and kind of a bubble effect that happens around the driver, so you don't feel that much wind when you're actually driving, which I want to see in a video, which they haven't. Um, yeah, so there's that, and then they have, they're supposed to have like an 812 competitor to come out, like 812 slash like, like maybe like a higher Aventador. Really? They were supposed thought, to happen, I thought, but I guess I the, the 720S, 720S is already exactly keeps up with those cars. The next. And then 720S and then GT, which is like their, I guess they're California now, because that's like their comfort level car, um, 200 grand. Yeah, uh, maybe 570C, there's something called, or 540C. Yeah, they also, 540 is only in Europe, though. Yeah, right? yeah. Um, and then the 570S, which I think, I don't know, they have too many models. They're, that's the, they're their worst enemy right now. Yeah. I think McLaren's their own worst enemy because they depreciate like crazy, which is great for us. You know, in 10 years, I'll pick up but a 720 for like... Then again, I don't think McLaren cares about depreciation because they know they're going to have... selling them new. Exactly. People are going to buy them, and they always have, like, the, the track guys. For example, like, the guys who buy the P1, they're going to buy, you know, like a 570S or something to keep their dealers happy. Mm -hmm. And even then, there's still, like, entry-level market cars, their 570S, which is, like, their cash cow. Um... But we'll see, because I feel like the their GT, there's, like, no use for it. You don't think there's a use for the 570 GT or, or the regular no, like McLaren the GT? regular McLaren GT. Um, I haven't driven it, so I can't say it. I mean, if you want, 
if you want a lug, it's to compete with Aston Martin. And like Bentley too, yeah, I guess. Yeah, so I think that's where it slots in. I don't think it's meant to be a supercar. Right, and then their 570S is like their AMG GT slash like 911. 911 turbo competitor, competitor. Right? and I would take one of those over a turbo any day. Yeah. You would probably take a Turbo yeah, S, right? Yeah, soft Not, soft. 991.2 Turbo S versus a used McLaren 570. What would you take? Uh, brand, brand new 991.2. I'd say Turbo S, but I don't know. I haven't driven either. I mean, I've ridden in a Turbo S, but I haven't driven either of them. So I, like, I feel like we got to see what the yeah, 570 is. You probably wouldn't be able to drive either of them <laughs> That too. <laughs> <laughs> um, All right. Um, oh, just to finish off with McLaren, I'm just still waiting on the, the long tail version, the oh, 720. Yeah. The 750 LT? 750 LT, yeah. That's going to be insane. Um, Barry and AD talked about it a bit, where I think it might come out either this year or next year. Because they've already every four years. Yeah, so they've already showed it to some customers, like potential customers. Oh, really? So a lot of these guys will buy it sight unseen because mm-hmm. they honestly have that good of a relationship with McLaren. Mm-hmm. But with the thing with their 570 hybrid is like the V8 they put in there is already so small. So I feel like there's only so much they can do by putting a smaller engine in there. Well, then you have the hybrid. It's a hybrid, though. So you have to have all the electronic stuff in there. But, too. I mean, if they could fit a P1 with that small V8 and the hybrid, you know, engine, mm-hmm. then I don't. Maybe for fuel efficiency. It's going to perform great. Probably won't sound good. Yeah. Okay. Let's move on to 2021. Toyota Supra gets power bump and sleek A91 special edition. Still no manual, so I don't care. And then they they have a four cylinder that's probably going to be coming out uh, sometime soon. Which goes along with like. Do they have a four-cylinder for the uh, like the identical BMW counterpart? For the Z4? Yeah. I believe they do. They do, yeah, right? They do have a four-cylinder. Um, I don't know. The, the Supras keep surprising us. I think the Supra looks great. They just need to put a manual in it. Forms great, too. Yeah. It's as fast as an M235, uh, as a M2 competition. The M2 competition has 100 more horsepower, yeah, but I think the Supra's 300 pounds lighter. Mm-hmm. And, the, I and less power, wheel. too. What's that? The Supra has less power than it, right? Yeah. Yeah, and uh, it has a, a smaller wheelbase. I think it's 10 millimeters uh, shorter than the BMW, so it's, I think it's a little bit quicker in the turns as well. I just need it to come out with a manual. You I want to drive one of those. They might have like an extremer version with a manual on it. I think Toyota has made this car like such a base model that there's still so much potential left in the range that they would be stupid to not put a manual on it within the next five years. If they end this whole production run, with it always being automatic, I know so many people that are going to be pissed. Yeah. Um, Looks good though. But like, it's it's what seventy grand for a Supra or sixty? Not seventy, but sixty. Sixty around, yeah. So like, that's what territories with M4, C63, and I'd rather take an M4. Exactly. Than so yeah, I feel like if they did come with the manual, they definitely gain a larger customer share. And if, you know, like R&D is going to get cheaper for them as they go on, so they're not going to have to re- recoup their losses with all the production design. So I feel like if they do come out with a cheaper manual version, yeah. I think that'll be the card. That would be great if they come out, but it's not going to be cheaper. Yeah, it's probably not. It's going to be like their ultra race edition or something like that. Maybe. If they do a, do a limited production run of a manual, that would be st- Super dumb. I would hate that too. They just need it. They should have just came out with a six-speed manual from the Z4 or from the uh, M2 right away. Right. They have they have access to it. It's BMW parts. They could have easily put it in. But do you think maybe like BMW kind of like stiff armed them with like the manuals? <sighs> that's a good question to make the M2 more appealing. Maybe. Yeah. Hmm. yeah, that's a good question. I'm not sure. 
Speaking of questions, we're going to move on to uh, Reddit once again. We had a lot of fun answering your questions last time. Uh, so this time, about last week, we, we asked on Reddit, ask your, ask your craziest car questions, and then the, uh, the cuck, the cucks, <laughs> the, the moderators. shall not be named. <laughs> yeah, no, nah, if I knew the guy's name, I'd definitely expose him. But uh, one of the moderators didn't like us. I guess asking questions on their pod, on the, about the podcast, but really, let, let's just not even give them the time of the day, um, because it was like we asked the questions they thought we were like straight up promoting our podcast. But <laughs> for <laughs> we'll those wondering we'll why I'm giggling, Adnan just unbuttoned his shirt for absolutely no reason, and I think he looks like Superman right now. I don't know what the hell he's doing. I don't want to make sure my mic doesn't, you know. Tap again. Okay, well, shirt. just don't look me in the eye when you're unbuttoning right, your shirt. I'll just button myself again. up. Right, yeah, I'm, since I'm editing disgusting. this, no just, one's going to hear I this. I just had lunch. All right, let's just move on with the questions. So first question from Heel Flip Junkie. Uh, if there was a huge catastrophic event that happened in your city, say like a zombie outbreak or say something like the purge happened where it's total chaos, what car would you choose to escape your city in this chaos and why? Ooh, that's a solid question. I already know. I've been thinking about this all the I, I don't know because I've been thinking of like what's – Kind of like high off the ground, wooden scrape. I don't really care about gas mileage because this is a it's an apocalypse. Like things like that don't matter. I'm doing G- sorry. I'm doing. What G- could you here. also pack? You know, a lot of punch. So I'm thinking Velociraptor. Put like That's a good. machine gun turret or something on the back. I'm of doing it. six by six. All the no, way. Man. Six by six. That, you put a Gatling gun in the back, right? You have enough room for supplies. Yeah. It's like six feet off the ground. It's huge. You can carry like five people. That's my go-to. Um, what supercar would you have though to get supercar? something tough and that can like escape really fast? What 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 supercar is the highest ground clearance? Oh, that's a good question. With a lift system or without a lift system? Uh, lift system. I want to say it's like probably like a GT3 RS that gets up really high. Really? Yeah. Th- that would be pretty. Uh, maybe a McLaren. Maybe. Car. Um, okay. A Porsche. High clearance aside, like. Statistically, whatever you can mount anything on, whatever car, what car would you choose? What do you mean mount? Anything? Like, don't worry about like you know, being able to fit people. Like, you can mount like a, a turret on an Aventador. Oh, like what car? Oh, dude, I just do like a Koenigsegg or like a Chiron or something. I just the fastest car you can the get. The fastest car you can get just to get fast. Yeah, just to get away real fast. But if we're going like zombies and I have to run over things, then the six by six. Or yeah, honestly, or like uh. If the Cybertruck, I feel like... The Cybertruck would be good because it doesn't make any noise. Exactly. It can creep away that, real fast. It's like it wow. can pull a lot of yeah. weight. If it, it doesn't break down. Yeah, yeah that too. Elon pulls out. through on this. Yeah. We're talking to you, Elon. Um, and also, I mean, we're not caring about like gas or like, like hybrid or whatever, fucking batteries, anything. Like, we don't care about that. But yeah, I think a Cybertruck would be the way to go. Okay. Uh, all right, so thank you very much, Heel Flip Junkie. Very solid question. For that question. We're going to move on and say... Uh, Let's move on. Low Strife says, uh, $1,000 shit box car challenge with you and your friends. Uh, what, what do you pick and why? Little bit of road tripping, little bit of off-roading, top speed test, safety inspection, modification test. This is kind of like uh, the Top Gear cheap car challenge, he said. Um, I'd probably just get like a Civic or something, something that's really Why don't we actually go on like CarGuru or whatever? That's what I'm doing. I'm okay, just going to search up $1,000 max price car, see what I can find. I just want something manual, rear-wheel drive. That's what I'm going with. Or maybe like a Subaru or something what like that. What we got? Volvo Turbo Wagon. I think that would be pretty Let good for $500. For $500 for a Volvo 170, Turbo Wagon? $170,000. Those are reliable. 
Okay. I'd get that. Good car. You could road trip easily one of those. You have a Honda Accord Coupe. Yeah, no. those are good. <laughs> uh, Cherokee. I feel like that would probably break down, mm-hmm. knowing them. And but Oh, but he says a little bit of road tripping, a little bit of off-roading top speed test. I think the I think Turbo the Volvo wagon. would yeah. be really good, yeah. Nissan Cube. Nope. <laughs> um, uh, what else do we have? What is this? An Oldsmobile? I don't even know what that is. <laughs> um, yeah, I think the Volvo's the... Ooh, no, oh, okay, someone yeah. just put up a 2018 Ford. That's <laughs> probably 30k, not one. Yeah. But $1,000, yeah. Uh, someone said my XC70 would probably fare pretty well. So I think Volvo would be a, a good answer. Yeah. Maybe any uh, kind of station wagon. Because mm-hmm. they have solid reputation. You can easily go cross country one of those, and they're fun cars to have. And you can get a, easily a Volvo wagon in a manual. Mm-hmm. So now we have a. Oh, Thank you for that question, Mr. Low Strife. Appreciate it. Now we have uh, someone named N8 Ron. So if you had to choose one car for the to drive for the rest of your life, what would you choose and why? This is tough. Assuming like no money, like no money. Yeah. This is like our like one dream car garage question. Did we have that last time? No, but like we know we've talked about this sort yeah. of thing before. Like Think one about car. It. Dude, I want to be selfish and just say like a P1 or something. Yeah, yeah. A P1 GTR. Like, I don't give a shit. Yeah, just try that. Or take F1 that. GTR. Yeah, just take that to the grocery store. Like, yeah. and if you have kids, like, sorry, I can't drive the, you anywhere. You get the F1 GTR two seats in the back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. F1 GTR. Yeah, I think the McLaren F1 is our way to go. We're not going to be able to get one. I, no, but being realistic, I probably yeah. choose a manual GT3. No, hell no. I'm not going <laughs> to drive that every day. I'll take like a Ferrari. 720s. Bro, no, are you stupid? You want to drive a lowered supercar with 700 horsepower in the winter? Think about what you have to drive right, through. And then I get a Turbo S. Okay, That's turbo my go-to S, for everything. You gotta have, you're only going to drive with one other person for the rest of your life? I mean, right. Oh, yeah. She's, what's your, the, she's my what's, queen. Yeah, shut the hell up. What's, what's your... You know, like, I don't know, like an Audi RS6 or GTC4. R- RS7 solid yeah, car. Something with like at least a hatchback. Carrera has two seats in the back. Or Sport, Sport Turismo. <laughs> Sport Turismo. Yeah. Oh, okay. Porsche We're going to do four Turismo doors. Turbo S. Um, S63, comfortable. You could also go straight line speed, one of those. Mm-hmm. A lot of luggage in the back. But did he say dream car? What was the question? No, he said what, if you had to drive, if you had to choose one car right, to drive car. for the rest of your life, okay. what would you choose and why? So I'm going not realistically. I'm doing F1, uh, HDK, or LM. And then realistically, I'd probably do Ferrari GTC4 Luso. Or uh, yeah. Porsche, Panamera, Sport Turismo, Turbo yeah, S. I don't like the way the Sport Turismo looks. No, I think it looks sweet. Um, yeah, I either get the S63 or a... Uh, S63? Yeah. Okay. Like the four-door, not the yeah. Or a... Um, oh, yeah, like the RS7. Right, I think it's a, a solid car. Rolls-Royce Cullinan, too. That would be cool. Well, yeah, if you want to. <laughs> um, um, thank you for the question. All right, thank you. Uh, this is a cool question. You pick one racetrack to have a life-size replica of in your backyard. Which do you pick? What do you drive on it? The B, the big RG. So I'm gonna say it's like a one-time thing because what? What do you? What's one car you want to take on one track that's always gonna be in your backyard? All right. Well, we gotta figure out what tracks. Laguna Seca is good. I would not do Laguna Seca. Um, Nurburgring is. I feel like that's like the dream track. But that's like seven minutes. Yeah. No. Nurburgring is too narrow. And what about Willow? Too- no, I hate I I have race on that on my simulator and I hate that track. Spa, Spa's Spa good is really cool. Or uh, Silverstone. 
Silverstone's cool. Uh, what is it? Uh, Abu Dhabi. The Abu Dhabi. I like that circuit. one long straight. Yeah. yeah. Um, Yas um, Marina is Yas cool. Yas Marina. Um, what about uh, Roads of America? Was it the one in Texas? I don't know. I know there's VIR. Yeah, Virginia International Raceway. Yeah. Oh, Lime Rock Park would be a cool one to have in your backyard because that's like Connecticut. That's in like because we live in Jersey, so that would kind of fit in with my backyard. Monaco, I feel like, is the most easiest one you can do because it's just city streets combined. Yeah, but you couldn't have that in your backyard. Yeah. You know, it would like weird. be annoying. I mean, having a racetrack in your backyard in general is... Yeah, yeah that would be insane. Um, what car, though? Uh, oh, Ferrari FXXK. Yeah, because that would just piss, yeah, dogs. that would just piss off my neighbors. Like they'd hear a race car just. Going I mean, if you have a racetrack in your backyard, I doubt you know you have neighbors. No, the, I'm assuming that this is just placed Straight right in my in backyard, backyard, and it just goes around the neighbors' houses too. I love how your first thoughts like, oh, what could I piss off my neighbor with? <laughs> um, uh, P1, no, P1 GTR. I feel like, what's another good race car to have? 635 LT. I feel like is. It's a good go-to car. 675 LT? Yeah. Why are you acting like a girl? Choose a real man's car. I mean, that's a man's car, but choose something more exciting if you're um, going to be driving on a track. You can choose literally any car in the world. It's like a Ferrari FXXK or McLaren P1 yeah, GTR. Yeah, honestly, a P1 GTR Yeah. would be or cool. Or no, I'm stupid. Zonda R. Oh. That's what I do. Yeah. yeah easy. Zonda right. R, R. I feel like there's one car I'm missing. That's like strictly racetrack only. Or a Vulcan would be good too. Oh yes, yeah. Now see, now you're thinking. Okay, <laughs> thank you very much, the big RG, for that great question. Moving on, we're gonna do. This is kind of another track question. Sophus Game, Sufis Gaming asks, "What car would you choose for a Le Mans 24-hour race if it had to be under 150 PS, so uh, under 150 horsepower?" I'm assuming. So can it be any car with just really, really low power? Well, I'd probably choose a, like an old 911 would be cool, but that would probably break down. It's just like a very interesting question, though. I don't know that much about Le Mans 24 hours. I'd probably how much how many how much horsepower do the did the first AC Cobras have? Those are, that would be cool to drive in. They definitely. I think I don't think they had. They probably had more than. Someone said Cam Rob said completely stripped, naturally aspirated, uh, or NA um, Miata with big brakes and slicks. Yeah, I was thinking Miata too. Miata would be cool. I think a 911, older 911. Um, would be the cool. 427, like Cobra had 425 horsepower. Okay, yeah, so no way. Um, yeah, I think a Miata, because Miata is always the answer, is what the acronym is. So I think that'd be a solid car to have for Le Mans, and they're good drivers' cars anyway. Like, I don't think you get bored in it. Maybe like in the straight speed, but uh, I think we're gonna do one more question. Uh, let's finish it off with a good one. So Ziggy Stardust 96 is asking. What is the most embarrassing car to be seen riding shotgun in? Oh, dude, this is a really good question. Oh. What car do you drive again? <laughs> uh, um, I feel dude, like your mom's know. minivan. No, dude, that's not that uh, bad. I'd probably do like a pink smart car with another dude. Oh, yeah, a smart car? What's, it, what's the convertible it. smart car called? The... Uh, for two? Smart for two or something like that? Is yeah. it, is it, they make An a electric smart car. <laughs> Yeah, dude, riding shotgun in that. Oh, man, you would have to pay me to get driven in that. Uh, or Renault Twizy, because you have to sit behind the guy with your legs, yeah. like, wide open, right <laughs> behind him. That's a no-go. <laughs> um, what are some other, like, what are cars we hate? I wouldn't be embarrassed. Like, I don't like Priuses or Mustangs that much, but, like, I'd be fine riding shotgun. What's, like, a real, like, bitch car? <laughs> 
Dude, like, oh, one of those uh, like old American cars with the wood panel on the side. Oh, the uh, like Vista the Cruiser. Wagons, like the wagons, like that would be pretty stu- like embarrassing. Yeah, Vista Cruiser. Dropped off. I think off that's in. the one. It's a interesting question. Yeah, I'd probably just go with a pink smart car, like a chrome pink smart car. It's one thing to be driving that, but when you're riding bit, <clears throat> when you're riding shotgun, it's you like know. riding like Barbie's car or some shit. Yeah. Um, interesting question. So on that one, uh, I think that was a great podcast. A lot of solid questions today. Uh, thank you guys very uh, much. Yeah, next week we'll answer all the questions we didn't get to this week. Mm-hmm. Um, thank you for listening, and we'll see you guys next week. All right, take care.